Welcome back to the Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast. I am using a brand new microphone, so hopefully everything sounds good, maybe a little better, or at least the same. But I've noticed when I have a guest on the show, the microphones I have been using previously have allowed a little more bleed through than I would care for because I speak very loudly and it carries across the room four feet wherever their mic is. So it makes the editing process much more difficult for me to make sure there isn't like this sound of reverb. So these mics were recommended to me. I am hoping that they solve the problem. I will have guests back in the studio very soon, at which point during the editing process, I will find out. Was this worth the investment? So far, doing a basic sound test and sound check. I'm very happy with the sound. I will tell you that I am using a Rode PodMic. R-O-D-E PodMic, one word. It's a value microphone, but... I'm a value kind of guy. And of course, the content is always more important than the sound quality, but I pride myself on putting out a podcast that is pretty damn close to broadcast quality. I don't want my podcast to sound like I'm sitting in the bathroom taking a shit. And I'm pretty sure you guys don't want that either. So I know the last podcast had a bit of controversy to it. It was a difficult subject, difficult discussions, as I have mentioned on a previous podcast called Difficult Discussions. But because of that, I want to make sure that on this episode, to follow that episode up, that I lighten the mood a little bit. We get back to our silly roots. You silly guess. I am not very good about song lyrics. I typically don't know the words to just about every fucking song unless it's in front of me. I constantly misinterpret song lyrics to say or mean something other than what they are. But I blame a lot of that on the singer for not enunciating properly. However, I also know as a more of a rock guy that I am just as guilty with singing words that most people don't necessarily know exactly every word I'm saying. It's a stylistic thing, and I understand that. But because I am also a lyricist, I often am able to either determine what the lyrics are or I find out what they are, and I'm like, that's stupid. And today, we're going to discuss that on the show. The catalyst for this week's episode was, don't ask me why, but the other day I got Do Re Mi, the song Do Re Mi, stuck in my head. Do, a deer, a female. I'm not going to finish the song because it is copyright protected. I don't know if me singing it would subject me to copyright violations, so I'm going to respect that. Yes, it's weird that that just got stuck in my head, and it's even more weird that I did a little jig and sang the entire song, which caused me to realize how stupid the fucking lyrics are. So let's go through it. Doe, a deer, a female deer. Okay. Ray, a drop of golden sun, or also a blind man who plays piano. Me, a name I call myself. That's very insightful. Fa, a long, long way to run. That's fine if you're British or from Boston, but no one says, I'm going to run far. I'm going to drive pretty far. No one says that. Maybe you didn't put enough effort into that one, or you just couldn't find anything else to say. Either way, little stupid. So, a needle pulling thread. Okay, makes sense. La, a note to follow. So, what? Could you put any less effort into la? Fa was already bad enough. Now, with la, we're not even going to assign a phrase. We're just going to say it's the note that follows so. Pretty lazy, writers of that song. Tea, a drink with jam and bread. Again, we're it's kind of a European theme we've got going here. That will bring us back to dough. 
growing up, I did not even know this was from The Sound of Music. This was just like a childhood song that was sang when you would have choir class or whatever and you would do your vocal exercises like Moo Cow. Did anyone do Moo Cow in choir to warm up your voice? Moo Cow, Moo Cow, Moo Cow, Moo. That was stupid, but do re mi fa so la ti do, do re mi as it is known title-wise. It was just a childhood song to me. Why it got stuck in my head the other day, I don't know. I did not hear anything that would cause that to pop into my head. Like I said, I've never seen Sound of Music, so there was nothing about Sound of Music that could have triggered that response to that song from that film. But who knows why the fuck our brain synapses fire and cause us to think of some of the shit we think about. As is evidenced in our weird-ass fucking dreams, a topic I will be discussing on an upcoming episode, because I have a lot of weird fucking dreams. Quite honestly, there's a lot of childhood songs that, man, they're weird. They have really weird lyrics. Like, This Old Man. Do you remember This Old Man? This old man, he plays one. He plays knick-knack on my thumb. What the fuck is knick-knack? I mean, maybe we're going back to a period of time where knick-knack was a game. But at the time of learning this in like the late 70s, early 80s, I didn't know what the fuck knick-knack was. I just sang it because those were the words. Regardless, I think it's very weird that an old man, whatever knick-knack is, that he's doing it to my thumb. And then, of course, with a knick-knack paddywhack, give a dog a bone. That sounds dirty. Oh, yeah. Give that dog a bone. This old man comes rolling home, which I would assume means he's shwasted at the time of arriving home if he has to roll there. He can't walk, he can't drive, he's just rolling his way home. Who does that? But we don't question these lyrics. However, looking into this song a little further, because I don't remember all the different verses, it gets a little creepier. So just remember, this is an old man that's playing knick-knack on different parts of me, I guess. As he gets intoxicated and then has to roll his ass home. Oh, don't forget that he gave the dog a bone. So I'll go through the verses here, like, abbreviated. This old man, he plays two. He plays knick-knack on my shoe. So now he's kind of starting at his feet. Maybe he's going to work his way up to my special parts. This old man, he plays three. He plays knick-knack on my knee. Yes, he is working his way up. This old man, he plays four. He plays knick-knack on my door. Apparently, he stopped at the knee and waited till I got home and then one night came over and started playing knick-knack on my door to let me know, I'm ready to play knick-knack on things other than your thumb, foot, or knee. Are you home? This old man, he plays five. He plays knick-knack on that hive. I don't understand that reference at all. I don't want to know what it means. Maybe it's his ball sack because a ball sack looks a little bit like a hornet's nest or a beehive. So maybe because I haven't opened the door yet and he's totally been turned on by my thumb, foot, and knee, he has to help himself a little bit. Good for you, old man. Now roll yourself home. Oh, wait, no, we're not done. This old man, he plays six. He plays knick-knack on my sticks. Hmm, that's plural. That makes it not as bad. Unless I'm like the guy with five dicks. I don't know if you heard about that in the news. The guy with five dicks, his pants fit like a glove. That was stupid. 
this old man, he plays seven, he plays knickknack up in heaven. So clearly by seven, the old man, the old pedophile, alcoholic, has died and gone to heaven if he's playing knickknack in heaven. Wrong! By the eighth verse, he's alive again. This old man, he plays eight, he plays knickknack on my gate. Nothing about that is obviously offensive. However, I would consider my butthole like a gate. The door only, you know, swings one way. How dare you, knickknack man? This old man, he plays nine. He plays knickknack on my vine. All right, unlike sticks, vine, my vine, that's getting pretty specific from a euphemism perspective. Stay away from my vine. You already knickknack my gate. Is that not enough for you, old man? This old man, he plays 10. He plays knickknack once again. That's the end of the song. So essentially, we have an old alcoholic pedophile who's playing with little boys, and when he's finished with them, he moves on to another one. That's the way I am interpreting this song now that I am a grown-up and seeing the fucking lyrics, which are fucking weird. Another weird-ass old childhood song that I grew up with that occasionally, for some reason, will pop into my head, just like Do Re Mi did, is there was an old lady. I don't know if you guys know this song. I'm sure some of the older listeners will know this song, but it's fucking weird. I don't know if this song is public domain, but if someone owns the copyright to this song, whoever they are, shame on you if you attack me and sue me, because I'm going to sing this motherfucker, and we're going to discuss it. There was an old lady who swallowed a fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll die. Okay, that's weird. First off, why did she swallow a fly? I don't know. That's a very weird thing to do. But it happens, you know, if, say you're on a motorcycle. You swallow bugs all the time, I'm sure. It's not going to kill you, though. That's very extreme to think that swallowing a fly, perhaps she'll die. Goodness. But she's not done swallowing yet, gentlemen. There was an old lady who swallowed a spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll die. Okay, the spider, you know, if it's poisonous and it bites her inside her throat hole, that could be dangerous and maybe fatal. But overall, I'm pretty sure you could probably swallow a spider and still be okay. There was an old lady who swallowed a bird. How absurd to swallow a bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll die. Okay, she swallowed a bird. Yeah, that's probably going to kill you. Especially if you swallowed a live bird to try and catch a spider in your stomach. I'm, I mean, I'm thinking just natural order, process of elimination. Maybe this old lady should die at this point after swallowing the bird. Or at least get a job in prostitution. But she's not done. There was an old lady who swallowed a cat. Fancy that. She swallowed a cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll die. Okay, cat swallowed whole. Little far-fetched now. The bird, maybe... I could suspend disbelief for a moment, but a cat, mm mm-mm, not happening. The hairballs alone would be a nightmare. But don't worry, she's not done swallowing. 
There was an old lady that swallowed a dog. What a hog to swallow a dog. She swallowed the dog to catch the cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll die. Why are we still so concerned at this point that she swallowed a fly and that's why perhaps she'll die? Let's not worry about the fact that she has a fucking live bird, a live cat, and a live dog inside of her stomach. And let's also not forget the fact that she swallowed them live and whole. This old lady, she's a... She's a bit of a cunt. Certainly she must be done swallowing things, Jeff. No, she's not. There was an old lady who swallowed a goat. She opened her throat and swallowed a goat. She swallowed the goat to catch the dog. She swallowed the dog to catch the cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll die. All right, the goat, just the horn alone, even if they're little nubbies, that is going to tear up her pooper on the way out. Or as we learned from this old man, that's going to tear up her gate. She's not done yet. There was an old lady who swallowed a cow. I don't know how she swallowed a cow. She swallowed the cow to catch the goat. What? Why is a cow now all of a sudden the natural predator of a goat? That's dumb. She swallowed the goat to catch the dog. She swallowed the dog to catch the cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll die. All right, this song, as you can see, fucking stupid. You're saying, Jeff, why are you singing this whole fucking song? Because I need to illustrate the fucking stupidity of this. I grew up with this fucking song. Like, this is fun to sing about this old prostitute deep-throating all of the town's animals. And apparently with no side effects. Until now. There was an old lady who swallowed a horse. (laughs) She's dead, of course. I don't know exactly what the melody is for that last line. I made that shit up, but that is the line. She's dead. She dies at the end because she swallowed a fucking horse. The goat, the dog, the cow, the cat, the bird. They were not sufficient to kill her. This deep throat farm animal lady... It's terrifying. How did they not make a movie out of this yet? It is it is the thing of nightmares. Imagine being her prom date. When I asked if you swallowed, I didn't mean horses and cows and dogs. Can I take you home now? Another weird song as a child that I was taught is 99 bottles of beer on the wall. To save you from doing the math, I want you to know that 99 bottles of beer is exactly... 8.25 12-packs of beer. The idea behind this song, which we teach to children, or at least used to, is that you start with all of this beer, you take one down, you presumably have a group of friends, you pass it around, you drink that beer, and now we still have 98 left to go. Getting through this song is probably just as impossible as a small group of people getting through those fucking 99 bottles of beer. Even if you are with seven Irishmen and all of you drink 12 beers, there's still three left over. Personally, as a kid, I don't know how far I ever really made it through the song. I certainly never made it to zero. That would not feel like an accomplishment to me. It would feel like a absolute what the fuck did I just do with the last hour of my life. 
I'm assuming I would normally have gotten bored at around 94 bottles of beer on the wall, about five beers in, which as an adult, I do not get bored five beers in. But I'm not talking about the song. But still, kind of an odd song to teach to children. If you go online and look up popular children's songs, you will find 99 bottles of beer on the list. So I'll quit boring you with songs from our childhood and I will discuss some songs and some song lyrics from modern popular music that make me go, huh? First and foremost, no particular song, but I want to point out forever and together. That is such a fucking obvious rhyme. There are so many songs over the decades that use that rhyme, the obvious rhyme, forever, together, forever, together. Technically, they don't even fucking rhyme. But we've heard it millions of times in millions of songs, so to us, that's a perfect rhyme. I don't know if I've ever used the combination, the rhyme of forever and together in a song. I would have to think back to the countless songs I've written over several decades. But I will tell you as a lyricist that I will always now go out of my way to never, ever make forever and together a rhyme. It's too fucking easy. One song lyric that's always driven me crazy. I am a huge Led Zeppelin fan. Huge. This is not an attack on Led Zeppelin in general. However, this lyric has always driven me crazy. It's from the song Dancing Days by Led Zeppelin. Dancing days are here again. I want to say Stone Temple Pilots remade it on an album where bands were doing Led Zeppelin covers. But there is a line in that song that says, you told your mama I'd get you home, but you didn't say that I had no car. Wouldn't mama have noticed when you picked her up that you were just walking? But wait, there's more. This is the line that drives me crazy. Let me refresh you to the previous line. I'm going to say it all together. You told your mama I'd get you home, but you didn't say that I had no car. I saw a lion. He was standing alone with a tadpole in a jar. What? 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 Okay, Robert Plant needed at that point in his life to understand that not everybody was taking the same acid trip as him and they wouldn't understand what the fuck he meant by saying, I saw a lion. He was standing alone with a tadpole in a jar. What? Horrible. Maybe in his mind that means something, but to everyone else that means fucking gibberish. Another song, a hugely popular song that the lyrics drive me fucking batty is I Got a Feelin' by the Black Eyed Peas. Released in 2009 and still, if you play it at a wedding, you will get a huge response. I know, I DJ weddings occasionally. But for the most part, all they do throughout the song is repeat the same fucking lyrics over and over again. But when they decide to deviate, sometimes it gets a little weird. Like when they say, fill up my cup, mazel tov. What? For those of you who are not Jewish, mazel tov essentially means congratulations. So he's saying, fill up my cup, congratulations. Doesn't make any sense. Even worse that you're bringing fucking Hebrew into it. So yeah, that's fucking stupid. But later in the song, 
they decide what other lines can we write that we can repeat 47 times. Oh, I know. Let's list the day of the weeks, but do it incorrectly. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday to Sunday. Okay, so they fucked up. They wanted to do this idea, but they realized there's too many syllables needed to fill this line. What if Saturday happens twice? Last time I checked and every other fucking working stiff checked, there are not two Saturdays in the week. We would love that. But that is, in my opinion, kind of an idea of lazy writing and lazy lyrics. And because, as I've mentioned, I am a lyricist and a songwriter, I get a little more sensitive about people who fucking take the easy way out. But it pisses me off even more to know this song has made millions of dollars for this band, despite being corny as fuck. Ooh, ooh. Brown-Eyed Girl by Van Morrison. A very popular song to this day. I used to do it in my previous band, although it was one I don't like doing. I do not do it now as a solo artist. I can. I know how to play this song, but I choose not to play it. First off, Van Morrison released the song in 1967 on an album called Blowing Your Mind. It's like he was sitting around saying, what's the most narcissistic album title I can come up with? I mean, I'm quite certain this album is going to blow everyone's fucking mind. Wait a minute. Why not just call the album Blowing Your Mind? But overall, this song has some weird lyrics that almost make it sound like he's talking to a younger girl. Now, in his defense, it doesn't sound like he's a pedophile because it sounds like he's a younger boy. Like it's a boy and a girl because of the things that they're doing because adults or older teenagers would never do the shit that he's describing. Sadly, as we know from the final verse, they were not children when they were doing the things he's describing in this song. So let's go ahead and look at how cheesy and stupid these lyrics are and him describing what he did with this girl as a young adult. Hey, where did we go? Days when the rain came, down in the hollow playing a new game, laughing and a running, hey, hey. Skipping and a jumping. When was the last time you remember skipping and jumping? You probably were like six. That's why it seems like this song is about two kids who were really little. Because fucking 17, 18, 19 year olds don't fucking skip and jump. But let's move on. In the misty morning fog with our hearts a-thumping. First off, why is it a misty morning fog? You already told us it's a rainy day. You've got your weather mixed up. So the second verse, whatever happened to Tuesday and so slow, I don't even know what the fuck that means, going down to the old mine with a transistor radio. All right, maybe they knew of an old fucking cavern or mine and they would go sit and listen to fucking music. That's fine. I'll accept that line. Standing in the sunlight laughing, hiding behind a rainbow's wall, slipping and a sliding all along the waterfall with you. That sounds very dangerous. If you're in a cave and you're fucking slipping and sliding on the waterfall, someone's gonna get hurt, Mr. Morrison. And of course, the tagline which would come in, do you remember when we used to sing? Oh, is that what you did? Is that how you impressed your 17-year-old girlfriend? Hey, you wanna go try and fall off a cliff? 
and go sha la 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 la. No, he's never fucking getting laid. So by the final verse, this is how we know that there's not children when he's talking about the first two verses. He's apparently much older now and thinking about this. So hard to find my way now that I'm on my own. I saw you just the other day. My, how you have grown. All right, maybe they were younger than I'm thinking. I don't know. Cast my memory back there, Lord. Sometimes I'm overcome thinking about it. Making love in the green grass behind the stadium with you. So they... I hope weren't too young if they were fucking behind the stadium. Because that sounds like a pretty risque thing to do. I'm super horny. Would you like to have sex? Yeah, but I'm not sure where to do it. Well, my bed sheets are dirty, but uh, the green grass behind the stadium, I've heard that's a pretty good place to fuck. Ooh, let's go. It's just weird, stupid, but again, we all embrace this song. Everyone loves this fucking song. Yes, a lot of this is me being a party pooper because I have been a musician and a lyricist for so long, and my music makes no fucking money. Meanwhile, everyone on the fucking dance floor goes crazy for these motherfuckers trying to kill themselves on a fucking waterfall and then fucking behind the stadium. So, while I don't know that that song necessarily implies Van Morrison as being a pedophile, there are plenty of songs out there that are creepy as fuck with dudes, older dudes, singing about girls that are much younger than them. You can look it up. There's a ton. I'm only going to get into a few. But again, these are all very popular songs, and no one said, we can't sing along to that. No, instead they said, where can I buy the single? Perhaps one of the creepier lyrics and songs is a song called Into the Night by Mr. Benny Mardonis. I believe I am pronouncing that correctly. This song was released in June of 1980, and a fun little fact, in 1989, it regained notoriety, which made it one of only 10 songs in history, in the history of songs, to reach the Billboard Top 20 twice. So this song, despite being creepy as fuck, has achieved a lot of success. Apparently, the American public just don't give a shit. So I did a little research about this song because I wanted to make sure, like, with the lyrics and what he's saying, how old was he when he released this song? If he was a younger man, maybe this wasn't as problematic as it is perceived by just listening to the lyrics. At the time of releasing the song, Benny Mardones was 34 years old, a fully fucking grown man. And the very first lyrics of the song are, she's just 16 years old, leave her alone, they say. So at 34, he is basically saying, I'm in love with a 16-year-old. She's less than half my age. She is a minor. They're all saying, don't do it, Benny. He follows that first lineup with separated by fools who don't know what love really is or something like that. So there are fools, all those people who are on the side of the law, you fools. And then finally in the chorus, it's like, you know, I'll lift you up, blah, 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 show you around. I'll show you a love like you've never seen. And that's kind of the key line of the chorus. Of course, 
She doesn't know love. She's 16 years old. Leave her alone, they say. But no. And I implore all of you to go do a YouTube search for Into the Night by Benny Mardonis and watch the video. It is equally as creepy as the song would imply. Yet society decided to put it into the Billboard Top 20 twice, almost a decade separated. Good for you, America. Let's go find ourselves some 16-year-olds and fly into the night. Another hugely popular song, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon, originally written by Neil Diamond. Now, this was made more famous in 1994 when it was part of the Pulp Fiction soundtrack and it was a cover of the Neil Diamond song done by, I believe, Urge Overkill. But really, you don't even need to dig into the lyrics on this one. The title of the song, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon. And just in case you're wondering what line follows that in the chorus, it is soon you'll need a man. I know you're just a girl right now, but at some point in the future, you're going to need a man. So I'm kind of grooming you to be your man while you're still a girl. That is predatory behavior. But it was a huge hit multiple times. Again, just like Into the Night because it was a hit with Neil Diamond and it was a hit again on the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. The last creepy-ass song I will discuss, and again, there are so many more songs other than the ones I'm discussing, but the Alabama song by The Doors, a hugely popular band, a hugely popular song. Oh, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. So he basically starts out saying, show me where I can go to keep getting drunk. And it gets a little creepy later in the song when he says, Oh, show me the way to the next little girl. Oh, don't ask why. Jeffrey Epstein, party of seven, your table is ready. How dare you ask why Van Morrison and Benny Mardonis and Neil Diamond, they're all doing it. She shouldn't even ask why Jim Morrison wants a little girl. Hell, that old lady over there, she swallowed a fucking horse. She deep-throated its entire body. Why are you worried about this little girl? There are so many more stupid fucking lyrics. There are, The majority of pop songs nowadays are rehashed bullshit, but I didn't really want to speak to those songs because I am not a fan of modern popular music, so already I have an issue with those songs because I think they suck. I thought it would be a little more open and honest if I discussed songs that somehow I relate to or grew up with or even like. I do want to give a shout out to Mr. Brian McGuckin, a drummer in a previous band of mine, The Lovebenders, who is a huge fan of Into the Night by Benny Mardonis, you sick fuck. I'm kidding. Brian is a really good guy, but he always was trying to get the band to cover that song. It never worked out in his favor for us to do that, but in hindsight... I kind of wish we'd learned the damn song just because it's so fucking weird. She's just 16 years old. I could go on and on and on about song lyrics that suck because so many of them, if not most of them, do because they follow a formula or stupid fucking rhymes like together forever. But there's only so much time we can kill on a podcast before you get bored like me singing 99 bottles of beer on the wall. 
I want to thank everyone for tuning in continuously, especially after listening to the last episode of the podcast, which was controversial and a little difficult to listen to. So thank you for sticking with me. Please let everybody know. If you are listening to the podcast on Apple or Google or Spotify or whatever, please, if you see a subscribe button, please subscribe. If you see an option to review, please give me five stars and review the podcast. I would freaking love that and appreciate it. It lets other people know who are looking at the podcast but haven't listened if they should or shouldn't give it their time. Please make sure you visit my website, jeffshafer.com, J-E-F-S-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. There you can find more information about my original music, my Etsy store, you know about the podcast, and that's about it. In the event that any of you swallow a fly, I don't think you're going to die. But I would advise everyone, this is my do not try this at home moment, to not try to swallow a bird, a cat, a dog, a goat, a cow, a horse, because that will probably kill you. Until next time, I'm Jeff. What? 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 And I'm Jeff. Good night.